Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We're going to start slow, but we're always, always going to finish fast. No matter what the score was, we're going to finish hard. We're going to finish fast. It's Football Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. They had us. We weren't defeated, but they had us. With just one hour until kickoff. Regardless of the scoreboard, you're going to be successful because you put in all the time, all the effort, all the hard work, and you're going to go out with this win. Joe has you covered like an all-pro safety. Steps up. Throws. Oh, what an interception. Oh, my gosh. And Rashad is tackling topics like a blitzing linebacker. Pressure drops. Parsons came flying through. Football Sunday on the Odyssey app. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh, oh. And 1080 The Fan. Welcome in to Football Sunday. A beautiful Sunday morning out there. A little chilly. Is it? little nipply outside. I mean, I wouldn't say beautiful. I'd use a lot of adjectives, but that probably wouldn't be that one. That is the most deceiving part about this time of year is that the it, it may look nice, but then you get out there and, dear God, <laughs> got a couple buddies going golfing this morning at like 1030, and it's like, you have fun with that. Yeah. 35 degrees at tea time? No bueno. No, it's currently 32 degrees, at least per my weather on the phone. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I I wouldn't say beautiful Sunday morning is what we say. I'm uh, Every morning you wake up is a, is a great day. However, a beautiful, crisp January morning. Yeah, aesthetically, it, it, it doesn't look awesome. Those like are that. those other adjectives that you need. There you go. Crisp in January. You have to be very, very specific. Uh, very hopeful, though, Rashad. I am hopeful this morning, this weekend. Uh, because I did go, go golf yesterday, and it did not rain the entire time, which was great. It was around mid-40s, so it never got too cold. But it just gave me that uh, feeling of uh, what is to come this this summer, and that's more golf. And it made me very, very happy. Because yeah, I played I mean, in, in the conditions. It was a little muddy out there. You know, again, a little cold. Wasn't ideal. Wasn't summer golf, but still had some uh, played some good golf. And again, it just made me excited for when the weather is nice. No, it's always good to get out there and start doing those things that are better suited for you know the spring and summer. Uh, you know, I pulled our uh, basketball hoop in front of our house, so my son and I just got a chance to shoot. And I was like, oh, okay, it's the first time we did it. It actually started raining for a little bit. This is rather uh, Friday um, evening ish, afternoon ish. And uh, but we got a few few jumpers up 
outside and, you know, in front of the house, which is typically something reserved for spring and summer. So you can tell it's it's around the corner. Like the one thing I'll, I'll say, and I'm knocking on wood, is I haven't seen a lot of rain. I'll take it, you know, because I'm Oregon sucks in this in the sense that, man, I can deal with cold. I can deal with wet. I can do one of those two. I can do deal with windy. <laughs> one of those you know, two. One of those three, three. Like okay, you know, maybe a combination of 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 the two no. p- potentially. No, when you start combining, but that's the thing. It's, it's all combined here. It's cold, wet, and windy all at the same time. It's like I had a friend from Alaska or some a couple friends from Alaska when I was going to school at Western Oregon, and they were like, "It's so cold here." Like it's cold here. What? what the hell are you talking about? You're from Alaska. Like this, this should be summer. Well, they. For you. Uh, well, that's the thing is, I'm sure they come here expecting that it's like Florida to them. No, no, they <laughs> were saying it was here. it was much colder than you know being in Alaska. And I was like, how is that possible? And they're like, because it's wet here. It's wet and cold at the same time. Like the snow is dry, and yes, we'll get some snowstorms. But for the most part, once we get in the house. We'll be we can take our stuff off and we won't be soaking wet like here. Once you get home and it's wet outside, you have to change when you're or you're just freezing. It's like, oh, well, I guess you're right. So, yeah, our weather sucks more than Alaska's. That is weird to hear. And I don't I guess it. not. I mean, aren't, don't they have like like nine months of darkness in some places there? It's uh, quite possible. Yeah. Isn't like six months or something like that. I don't have a you know Google in front of me. Why don't we have computers in here? Next question. Come um, on, guys. Well, we do. Do we? We do. It's just um, you got to, like, have a laptop that plugs in so it oh, shows geez, up. Louise. on. Yeah. <laughs> got to bring stuff now? Well, I mean, yeah. Ask for a company laptop. Come say, on, guys. In or- say, at, in order at, to do Look at all job, this plush studio in here. We got two couches in here, two yellow couches, like 19 TVs. You know what, Rashad? What I, what I will do for you is on Sundays, I will bring my laptop in that I have plugged in, and it works with that computer over there. So that way you can use a Do you have a computer in there? Yeah, this is all connected to... Well, what the hell? I don't need to talking about? (laughs) This needs a computer in here. You guys don't need a computer. Isaac brings his laptop. Dirt has his laptop. Or Isaac brings an iPad, you know, so they they do their own thing. But there is a way that you can plug into that screen in there with a laptop, so it displays. I think, I think Rob is like shows. probably like playing poker or something like that during prime time with his laptop or with his tablet. I can totally see him, you know, playing some uh, some online poker just as we're uh, on air. It's quite possible. I can totally see that. Or just placing bets. Suk is doing push-ups or something over there in the in the corner somewhere. So I I believe he would be placing bets. I'm putting my money on that. Yeah, straight up. Oh, boy. But, yeah, I feel hopeful because, um, yeah, I mean, just playing golf in somewhat nice weather, I was like, man, I cannot wait for this summer. But then I looked at the forecast because, again, I had that Jones, and I was like, all right, when can I get out there again? When's the next time I can play some golf? And I looked at the weather in at least the next seven days. It's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> we're still in February. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take a little while. Oh, there, yeah, but... don't be fooled by the few hours of, of clear sky that we have. And when I say clear sky, I mean – it's not raining. That's about because, I mean, it's still super gray up there. So you never really know. It could just be overcast all day or it could start raining any moment. I was looking at the forecast all week this week. I was concerned. And then I started looking up, you know, what to do to play uh, golf in the rain. You know, what, how to prepare. What, what can you do? 
And basically all the comments that I was seeing was like, just embrace it. Do you think the Scots over in uh, Scotland were playing in perfect 70 degree, 80 degree weather for the last 400 years? Highly doubt it. Over in Scotland, they're playing in sideways rain, just like they are here over at Bandon Dunes. So it ended up uh, not getting a single drop out there, which was nice. But um, yeah, again, I, I'm I can't wait for the weather to start to turn. Also, another factor, and I said this to my dad yesterday, was it's just it, it sucks that the weather's not good, but everything's so brown and there's no color and there's no flowers and no cherry blossoms. So everything. While feeling miserable because of the weather, it's just there's nothing to brighten and, and liven things up outside. No, you just have to get used to gray. It's just dreary. You know, dreary. You, know you just have to get used to gray. Portland can be incredibly depressing for a lot of reasons. The weather is probably numero uno. Just because, again, like you said, there's not a lot of of color, you know, in more ways than one here in Portland, but especially as it comes when it pertains to the weather or, or anything. It's like, yeah, man, it's just kind of... It's kind of gray for about seven or eight months, and then all of a sudden we get things to brighten up a little bit. You know, you, springtime is one of my favorite times. Uh, you should start seeing, you know, things bloom all of a sudden. It's like, okay, here here comes the sun. Uh, the, the sign of spring, and I'm actually uh, trying to get the exact timing of when this happened, mid-March, early April, when cherry blossoms start to bloom. Those uh, the trees you see them all along the waterfront there in Portland, and it's just nothing but those little pink petals mm-hmm. all on the ground everywhere. Or they start to bloom, and you see the trees starting to take that form. That's how I know. That's how I know where it's like okay, we're there. Well, First, I'm a summer guy because you know our spring still is pretty cold in a lot of ways, and I so know. we get closer and closer to the summer. So well, and last year it took till June, uh, mid June basically yeah. for things to start. Acting like summer. Yeah, I'm good. So I'm hoping that we can. Uh, All I know is we can be through this. I'm over this part. Well, I'm hoping that we can get you know maybe some 80 degree days in May. Start start things early. You know, I'd love I mean, that. Global warming for a golfer actually is not a bad idea. Oh, it's a bad idea. <laughs> it's a bad idea. That means more months where I can golf. Yeah, where it's nicer weather. It's that's warmer. What, that's what you think. Well, you see the Russians, they like uh they they love it in the Siberian and countries too. They're all about it. They've uh, they got these big old pools now, big old lakes and everything because they're all the ice is melted yeah, around. Russia them. doesn't seem like the most level-headed, you know, <laughs> place right now, place you to know. Compare like ourselves. at least at least at least for the moment, you know, I'm I'm going to I'm going to say that, but yeah, I yeah. think they uh, skipped the lesson on ethics. And, yeah, so I don't know. I don't, I don't really know if I if I trust that completely uh, right now. All right, let's get to some sports stuff. Um, it's conference championship weekend. We, Is it? Yeah, buddy. No we idea. Get, we get to find out our uh, Super Bowl matchup at the end of the day. We will find out who will be uh, playing. Where is the Super Bowl this year? Miami? I mean, I feel like it's always in, it's in Arizona, I want to oh, say. I was going to say Detroit. Yeah. Somewhere weird. Remember that year it was in Detroit? Yeah, and then uh, they let the Steelers win it, so that way they could have Jerome Jerome Bettis Bettis retire at home. Yep, yep. Fix was in. Not going to talk about that. But the Super Bowl this year is in a place. That's right. In Um, Vegas? I don't think it's at SoFi. Yeah, it's in Arizona. Okay. Okay. Arizona this year. We'll find out who will be going to Arizona. Will it be the Eagles, the 49ers? The Chiefs, the Bengals, what Rashad and I are going to do today are going to tell you why each team will win. 
and why each team all will be there. There will be four teams in the Super Bowl. First time ever. First time ever. Unprecedented. Um, no, we're going to tell you why each team will get the victory today, why you should put money on them. So uh, we will contradict ourselves we're left and right. We're going to confuse the S out of you yeah. this morning. That's the plan. But I believe we're going to start with the AFC. Let's do it. We got the Bengals, the Chiefs. I mean, boy, that matchup has gotten really interesting over the last week just from all the S talking coming from Cincinnati's side. Not just in the locker room, but in the city hall as well. What the hell is going on there? The mayor running his mouth. So we will get to that. And then we got the Eagles 49ers. We will get to that later as well. We will go to Who Do You Love? And uh, I, we got to revisit my... Uh, I don't know if it was a take my feelings on the Blazers from last Sunday because things things basically changed that night. And, uh, yeah, we just need to talk about them by the end of the show. Because Do we, though? Like, I'm By the end of the show, we usually got that last segment oh. to carve something out. And, again, I just need to eat. I need to eat a little crow, all right? I need to eat a little crow. I am a man that is willing to admit when he is wrong. And last Sunday I was uh, – you know, playing a little cool, trying to play the whole let's be patient game. And I don't think it, that's working working out well for the Blazers. It ain't. So. It ain't. so we'll get to all of that. Text us 503-250-1080. Um, I see on the text line yesterday that apparently we went off for a couple minutes. So fantastic. Looking forward to when that happens today at some point. Um, so text us 503-250-1080 or hit us up on the socials. Rashad is at Taylor made five zero three. I am at Joe Fish three F I S C H, and we will get to Chiefs Bengals. Why the Chiefs will win and go to their third Super Bowl in the last four years? Next on Football Sunday on the Odyssey app and ten eighty. The you ready, man? Party people in the place to be. Uh-huh. It's about that time for us to. Yeah, what you know about going out? You're listening to Football Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. Yeah, that's right. You heard the voiceover guys say it. Football Sunday. Rashad, what's your opinion on fruit snacks? Depends on which ones. Um, well, I just had a Mott's fruit snack. Uh, I'm not a big fan of like super chewy fruit snacks. You know, the ones that take a little minute to kind of, you know, bite yeah, through. I, mean, my know, I think Welch's fruit snacks are always going to be, you know, uh, top shelf, you know, top of the top of the line as far as fruit snacks concerned. But I don't know. Like, I'm, I'll let you know this. I'm not a big fan of like chewy or fruity candy or any of, oh, of sorts. I had some yeah. uh, Nerds gummies last night. Yeah, gross. It's fantastic. No, I'm gross. I don't want any of those. The only gummies that I really liked were like, or not, I think um, Starburst made like a jelly bean. And those are really good. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. But uh, outside of that, man, I'll be real. There's not a whole, whole lot of, like, super chewy candy. I'm like, ooh, I need that in my life today. Yeah, I go uh, sweet, fruity candy over chocolate. See, I'm a chocolate guy. I, so I, if you I'm are. Gonna, I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's one of those things. Like, if, if I ever have, like, a sweet tooth, which, honestly, Joe, I'll be real. Sexual chocolate. <laughs> And I'm gonna give it all to you. Yeah, you, know, you play that at some point. But uh, no, I when I'm I very seldom have sweet tooths, but when I do, it's probably something chocolate. Um, gosh, I feel like we could dive into a whole. Candy we really segment. could. I, like we we got we got time today. You know, today we got time, cause you know, just because. No, you no. know, we've got we got we got two big games. We where, might be where, some, 
We're football Sunday, yeah. not candy Sunday. I mean, that would be a fun show, though. It, I, we could definitely kill two hours just talking about candy. 100%. I could do a whole segment on why Take 5 bars are one of the most underrated candies in the game. Oh, really? That'd be a hot take. It's <laughs> a hot take. Have right you there. had a Take 5 bar? I have. There's a lot going on. A lot take of pretzel, five a lot there's of peanut a, butter, there's a, a lot, lot of chocolate. It's fantastic. Peanut butter, chocolate, caramel to whoa. There's a, there's a whole lot going on here. Pretzels. I don't know if there's just car- I don't know if there's caramel. I don't there. know. It might be something. There's five things, though. We know that. Damn good. Damn good. Take 5 bar. Um, what is also good is this matchup of quarterbacks between the Chiefs and the Bengals. God, what a good segue. Segway. He's fresh. Hey, that's what the show job. does. Uh, best segue show in uh, 1080. I think uh, so. I would say so myself. Top, top five. Um, but Chiefs Bengals today, and we are going to convince you why the Chiefs will win it. Um, for me, it's pretty easy, Rashad. I don't care what his angle looks like. I don't care if he's got one foot out there. If you got 15 on the field, Patrick Mahomes, you always have a chance. And as long as he's throwing the ball to Travis Kelsey, those two are playing. <laughs> they they basically shown over this entire scene, season, and especially during this playoff run. Tyree Kill, uh, you were fun while you were here, but we definitely didn't need you. Again, as long as we got those two guys. I mean, outside of Kelsey, their weapons are not anything special or fantastic, right? You got Valdez Scantling. You got Juju Smith-Schuster. Pacheco. I mean, it's very, it's kind of a ragtag team of skill position players. And the Chiefs have shown you all year, hence why they're the one seed, why they are that team. And I know that the Bengals are 3 and 0 against them with Joe Burrow, but the Chiefs are the Chiefs. There's a reason they've been to three Super Bowls, or at least two, hoping to get to their third. Um, the Chiefs, as long as Patrick Mahomes can walk and step on that field, then they will get a win. Hey, man, here's a guy that within his first year as a starter ran away with the MVP. Like it wasn't even close, right? And then I think, did, uh, did he break the record for touchdowns, passing touchdowns for a season? If not, tied it. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know if he tied it or broke the record remember. that year. But then the next year was able to make it all the way to the Super Bowl and win. And then the next year was able to uh, make it back, but you know, come up just a, a a little bit short, you know, and when and didn't play a great game, but still, you know, did enough to keep his team, you know, kind of in the mix for a little bit. They just faced a team that was destined to win at that point. But since then, he's been back in the championship game every year since. This will be his fifth trip to the to the AFC Championship game. How many years has he been the starter? Five. So in his fifth year as the starter. Here his team is on the precipice of potentially uh, another Super Bowl trip. Patrick Mahomes is, you say what you want to, you know, I know his, his, his brother is annoying, you know, don't really like his girl. Dear God. Like, you know, whatever whatever the case is, yes, cool, his voice is weird, Kermit the Frog, you know, whatever. <laughs> when he's on the field, n- name a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. And you can name people, we can talk about Joe Burrow, we can talk about, but if we're being honest, who can do the things that he's able to do? Young Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. Every type of throw you can that you can think of. Sidearm, behind the back, jump passes, whatever. <laughs> I guarantee we're going to see him do a behind, behind the back the pass. Back. I think he's done it before. God. I think he's done something before. You know, shovel passes when, when you don't know that they're coming and, and things of that sort. So I think Patty Mahomes is great. And then you throw in – 
what is one of the best weapons in football. To me, the best weapon in football is a, is a great tight end. If you have a great tight end, a la Rob Gronkowski or something like that, some someone along those lines, then you have a chance to win every single game. The Patriots' most dominant was when they had Gronkowski just shredding people. Why? Because he was a phenomenal blocker, he had great hands, and he was a great route runner. With Gronkowski out for the last couple of years, and really, or last, since last season, I believe, and really since he was on his decline, Travis Kelsey has easily been the best tight end in football. And really, the, the, the gap between first and second from Travis Kelsey to maybe, what, George Kittle will probably be the second best tight end in the league, is it's 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 a big chasm it's it's not it's not close you know at this point not to say anything bad about any other tight end but when you're looking at a prototype prototype tight end you look at somebody like a a travis kelsey and then throw in all the fact that they've got the greatest the one of the few greatest head coaches that football has ever had andy reed remember andy reed used to coach for philadelphia and in philadelphia Four straight AFC champ or excuse me, NFC championships while he was there. Also got to a Super Bowl in between there. Came up short to the Patriots, but whatever. Was able to get there. This team has everything you want. Then his defense has been playing lights out for the most part. For I mean, since really the the tail end of the season, they've been really, really good in playoff mode. And the game last week was a great example of how good this team can be when that defense is great. I think this Chiefs team has everything that you want. You have the best quarterback. You have the best coach. You have the best you know, uh, offensive weapon, you know, uh, outside of maybe a uh, Jamar Chase, you know, in the in the playoffs remaining at this point. I, it's hard to say that they don't win. You know, it's hard to not pick, look at the Chiefs and say, this is, this is the winner. Top to bottom, everything they have, the way that the defense has improved over this season. How, how, how do you bet against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid? And to go to your point about uh, coach, I mean, even when they were without Mahomes last week, what happened? Longest drive in Chiefs history? And a touchdown. I mean, I know it's just one drive, but again, it's like that's how good of a team they are. Yeah. And that's kind of the theme of at least three of four of these teams. I know Mahomes is a freak, but it's just the coach in the system just matters so much more than just having that great quarterback. And the NFC Championship, to me, is a perfect example of that. We'll get to that later. But Mahomes is going to bail you out a lot. And I'm not saying that the Chiefs would win this game if they had Chad Henney at quarterback the entire time. But it just, again, it goes to show you how dialed in this team is, is that they can go the length of the field with their backup quarterback in a playoff game. And, you know, Jaguars, you can say what you want about them. Maybe not the best matchup. But still, the Chiefs, they're on a roll. And again, let's just go back to be them the factor of them being the one seed. They've been doing this all year. They didn't have to worry about a coin flip and a neutral side. It's because they're that team. They're the ones, you know, with the target on their back, essentially. And if we're being real, it's been a quiet one seed for yeah, them. Yeah, that's, what, you know, that's like exactly what I'm the, saying. The entire season, it's been we've been lauding about the Bills and how great the Bills are and how this is their year to get there. And then uh, for a while it was – Joe Burrow and the the Bengals are struggling. Like, what's the problem? And then, and oh, then never they mind. They're off great. like ten in a row or something. And nobody really paid attention to 
to how good the Chiefs were because really it's business as usual. You expect them to do that. You know, I don't, I, even me, I didn't do a lot of talking about the Chiefs this year and uh, maybe some hater stuff in me, maybe just a little bit because I was kind of like, I'm, I, I felt like at a point there was some fatigue. Like, uh, I'd like to see somebody else kind of get there. I know that's really, you know, weird coming from the Patriots fan, you know, but at a point it was like, all right, man, these guys are starting to really run away with it. Somebody else should get there. But F that, man. When you're this good and you're coached this well and you're that passionate, like Patrick Mahomes not wanting to come off the field the other day, like if you no. love sports. No, I won't yeah, if, do it. I could, I, I'm glad we couldn't hear his voice because I think that would take away from, from like, from. You're not going to take me off this yeah, field, I'm not leaving, it. yeah. I'm not leaving. I'm not going anywhere. Like, it's like, no. So I can imagine, like, mm. I, we, we saw how frustrated and really how passionate he was at that point. And if you don't want to be on the field to help your team win, then there's a reason these guys are crying when they get carted off. It's not because it hurts. Yes, I'm sure it hurts. But the fact that they won't be able to play, won't be out there to help their team, that's all this guy wanted to do. But you saw that passion, and that's what you want to see from somebody that is going out there and leading a group of 11 up and down the field. All right. Now, Rashad, you know what we're going to do next? What's that? We are going to tell you why we were all completely wrong in that last 10, 15 minutes and why the Bengals are going to actually win this game. We can do that, too. We are going to give you reasons as to why the Bengals are that team and the Chiefs are going to fall. And Bengals are going to go to -to back-to-back Super Bowls. Talk about a Super Bowl hangover. Well, (laughs) much better hangover than I was having a couple weeks ago, that's for sure. We will get to that next here on Football Sunday. But first, SportsCenter Update. Football Sunday, Rashad and Joe on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. So, the Chiefs are not going to win the AFC Championship game. We have changed our mind. It is now going to be the Bengals that win it. And why is that, Rashad? I let off the last one on why the Chiefs are going to win it. Now you tell me why the Bengals are going to win it. Oh, they've they've got a... We've got Joe Burrow. Duh. And apparently, Joe Burrow is undefeated against Patrick Mahomes and this Chiefs team. We've heard nothing. All That's all we've heard for the last week is the fact that Joe Burrow and this Bengals team, in the last three meetings against the Chiefs, two of which have been, in, one of which has been Arrowhead, which was the AFC Championship, they haven't gone well. And I don't want to say that they have that they have the Chiefs number, but it's starting to look like that. Because because the last game that they played, there was a three point loss, and uh, it was it was a great effort and overtime loss on top of that. All three losses have been by three points. All three losses. So you're talking a total of nine points in three games. But the one thing that we didn't count on was last year Joe Burrow was just kind of coming into his own, right? He came off the injury the year prior, comes in, and just completely lights the world on fire. Gets that Bengals team. And the one thing I said to you last week, Joe, when we talked about how bad their offensive line is and they got, you know, they got, they're patching it up and, you know, they're getting, you know, some practice squad guys. Some, like, it doesn't matter. They've had a bad offensive line for the last two years. And last year, they were able to make it all the way to the Super Bowl. 
So I don't see a reason why they won't be able to. Right now, I know Justin Jefferson, for a lot of people, is probably the best receiver in football. I, I would say it's Jamar Chase because he's always open. He always finds himself in a situation to where there's about six yards. If, if, if he's on, you know, uh, he runs a curl or something like that or some type of slant, like guys are three and four yards away from him a lot of times. Like then they're not going to catch him when it's like that. You look at this run game with Joe Mixon and, and how well that he's been able to play over these past few weeks. You look at that defense, which is nasty. And, you know, we've been able to see it, you know, throughout these playoffs and throughout the season. So, you look at their head coach, like it's like we talked about it last year, last week. Is there a, is there a, a more likable coach than Zach Taylor? Mm. Potentially, you know, remaining. Yeah, I mean, Andy, I mean, just Andy of, of all the guys kinda. left, yes, we all love Andy Reid, you know. But I think you know we, yeah, Andy Reid is probably the lovable guy because he just you seems know, so we, jolly. Yeah, you know, only a big fat guy with a mustache. Like <laughs> it's so funny, Andy Reid. You know. Yeah, behind the scenes, it could be a total douche. He could be a D-back, you know what I'm saying? However, you know, as far as what we're talking about now, everyone loves Zach Taylor. Everyone loves the Bengals. Everyone loves Joe Burrow. I was just listening to the show prior to us, and they were saying how Joe will probably be, like, the the sexiest man alive at a point. Like, he's becoming to that point in football almost like an Aaron Rodgers to where he's, like, transcending just the sport or just the quarterback position. I don't want to give him Brady yet because that's a lot. Like Brady was doing well, win a Super Bowl first. No, I mean he's, but but I'm saying, and that's what I'm saying. Like he's become that dependable of of a character of a person for the NFL to where they're like, I think they want him to win a Super Bowl as well. You know, but of of all the teams that are up for Super Bowls right now, 49ers, I think yes because it's such a storied uh, franchise, and so for them to get their first one after Steve Young and Joe Montana, yes, that would be great. But to be able to crown a new face of the NFL, you know, after Mahomes had his first five years, to be able to crown a new face and make that Joe Burrow, yo, like I, I think that's the NFL's wet dream right now is to make sure <laughs> that that could happen, you know, for him. But you're looking at this team, and some of the same reasons I just mentioned for the Chiefs. They've got a great defense. They've got they've got some really – I think they've got some talented skill players, but nobody – there's no Tariq Hill there. But – Clearly, it doesn't matter. This team looks like they're better without Tariq Hill, you know, but uh, or excuse me. um, Yeah. So so it really doesn't matter um, at all what this Bengals team does, because offensively, I think they might be on par with where the Chiefs are defensively. I think they might be a little bit better than where the Chiefs are. The head coach and the quarterback, those are the two things that really, for me, in a lot of cases, decide, you know, big games. And if if it's like that, then I would probably give the nod to Kansas City. However, if you're checking everything else on the board, defense and special teams and you know, I'm it's it's hard to not look at this Bengals team and say, yeah, there's a reason they're back here again. Last year was not a fluke. That much we know now. The Bengals are not a fluke. This is a real team and they probably will be competing for the next few years. You can make it. Remember that year that the uh the Jaguars made it all the way to the AFC Championship game? Yes. So we've seen teams come up and have great years, but can you do it consistently? And so far, this Bengals team has been able to do it consistently. They've been able to do it without really a great head uh, head coach, excuse me, without a great offensive line, and they've been able to do it with really great skill position players, great receivers, man, a really good running back, solid defense, and then a young quarterback who is – completely fearless and will make sure he throws the ball down the field. But the thing is, when he checks down, 
he's actually making something happen too. And that's the cold part. Like, so there's really no weakness at this point in Joe Burrow's game. We've seen him, we've seen him scramble to get, you know, 12, 13 yards, you know, out of a play. And so I think there is a lot to like about this Bengals team. And yeah, I'm, I, if I'm a Bengals fan today, which I only really know one of, if I'm being real, shout out to the homie Josh. But uh, outside, man, if I'm a Bengals fan, I'm feeling real good about my chances of going back to the Super Bowl and even winning this year. Well, um, yeah, not many Bengal fans out there. Um, did get my son a Bengals hat for Christmas, though. He is a Seahawks fan, but hey, to defend him, he actually has been rolling with Joe Burrow since LSU, since, you know, two, three years ago, basically. And I feel like he's young enough to where he can change his team a couple times until he finds the one that fits for him. I just uh, That's that's just kind of what I think. Well, I gave him a hard time already. I'm like, eh. I was like, okay, I'll get you the Bengals hat, but, you know, you are a Seahawks fan. Do I, not forget that. I asked my son, I was like, so what's your, what's your football team? He said, the Patriots. I said, are you sure? You know, you don't have to pick my team. I'm glad you did, but, you know, you can pick your own team. He's like, no, Patriots is good. I said, okay, cool. Just making sure. So, but when you're this age, you can change your team a couple times. Uh, he was during that Bucks Cowboys game a couple weeks ago. Every time I was freaking out, cheering, he was cheering for him too. So, you know, he rolls with the Cowboys if because he sees me. He sees what that team does to me, and he saw me down bad last week. I like, mean, he knows to pick another team because he never wants to feel like that. That's not. <laughs> that's not. That's not. I it. never want to feel like my dad does. Look how sad he is. He's crying. But again, there is a. That's why he has them as that third team. You know, I told I told him I was like, Cowboys, you do you do like the Cowboys a little bit. You root for him, and he's like, Yeah, because you know you like him. And I was like, Okay, see that that's the thing. There is some love going there. But um, to go back on the Bengals, the one thing that stood out to me last week that could I mean is going to be the reason that they win today is that physicality factor. I mean, they ran. For 172 yards, yes, or yesterday, last week on the uh, on the Bills in Buffalo, in the snow. In the when snow. that snow when that snow started, I didn't know that was going to happen. And then when that started to happen, dude, that completely changed how that game was gonna was gonna lay out. I mean, the Bills they throw it downfield, and then the Bengals in the snow took that away from them, and then they were just more physical. And for that, I think the Bengals are going to be like, hey. Here we go again. Let's go into someone house, someone else's house and now physical them and show them why we're the better team. And the Bengals, they have to have that mentality going in. I know that there's been this talk of Burrowhead and they're 3-0 against Mahomes, but you have to find some sort of motivation to convince yourself now that you're the underdog and you shouldn't be here because right now that narrative is not really in your locker room. It is... Let's go show them why we beat him every year. Right now, the Chiefs, even though they're favorites, they're coming in as kind of like the underdog right now. Oh, yeah, because the Chiefs know <laughs> that nobody really wants to see them in this position again. I think they've become the team, the Warriors, that, that team that has won too much or has been too much in the in the public eye, you know, that where people are starting to have some fatigue behind it. So, yeah, I think Joe Burrow is the sentimental favorite for a lot of people, you know, right now. And – Honestly, I, I like I said, I think the NFL and Roger Goodell wouldn't have it any other way at this point. Here's a man who won the, who won a college national championship, and then the next year comes in with a lot of expectation, goes down with an injury, and then the following two years, oh, I'm just in the championship game and in the Super Bowl one of those years. So, yeah, I believe that the NFL is salivating at the chance to say that, yes, this is our guy moving forward. 
So the Bengals will win today because they just out physical the Chiefs. They're going to run the ball all up and down the field on them. And then when they don't, Joe Burrow is just going to be precisional as hell and just dice them apart. So Bengals back-to-back Super Bowl appearances. How about that? Now take those last two segments for what you will and place your bets accordingly. Um, what I want to do in the next segment, Rashad, is we'll, uh, I say, pass off the NFC to the second hour, the NFC Championship game. Let's do that. Because there is a lot of uh, quarterback news right now, but one pertaining to one of the biggest quarterbacks, best quarterbacks in the league, whose career is on the back half but could be on a different team next year, and that is Aaron Rodgers. Want to talk to about him and some other quarterbacks around the league, what next year might look like next on Football Sunday on 1080 The Fan. Football Sunday on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. Football stuff. And uh, football. Nothing goes better with football than two princes by spin dogs. I mean, I don't think so. It goes without saying. Yeah. Shout uh, out to Oaks Park. This is where I used to hear this song all the time. Man, Oaks Park. Skating rink. I've been there in a minute. Hey, what's up, girl? You want to skate? <laughs> yeah. Couples. Do some only. roll bounce. Um, football stuff. And in football, uh, quarterback's pretty important position. Uh, in my updates, I have been mentioning how there's some quarterback news. Jalen Hurts apparently going to get the bag. Um, yeah, that makes sense for a system quarterback. Uh, then you also got Kyler Murray. He will be coming back next mid or uh, next season, mid-season. Miami Dolphins going to stick with two at quarterback. But the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers are reportedly at a crossroads, according to Adam Schefter. And league sources are convinced that the Packers are going to move on from Aaron Rodgers. Uh, if that's the case, wow, one. Um, I mean, I, go to the Cowboys. I, Is that what you're thinking? That's what you're going to say? <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, I, I just trying to think of when he came into the league and how old I was. Like when he started. Was that 05, 06? I was still living in Las Vegas. So I want to say that was. Maybe 2005, 2006. And granted, you know, he has been on the Packers for, you know, he was, uh, what, uh, back up for three seasons, four seasons before he started playing uh, behind Brett Favre. So just again, to think that Aaron Rodgers, who has been on the Packers for damn near 20 years, it feels like, is about to leave the Packers, a la Brady, leaving the Patriots. Where does he go? Who goes after him? I mean, I got to pull up the list of all the NFL teams because I'm just trying to think of situ. I mean, the Jets obviously are very interested, obviously, because they hired Nathaniel Hackett as their offensive coordinator. Um, but, I mean, there's also many other teams. I mean, the the Colts, they've been doing the journeyman quarterback for a little bit now with Wentz and Matt Ryan. Do they take that up a notch by going after Aaron Rodgers? I mean, what? Do you see this falling apart and Rodgers not coming back to Green Bay? Or do you see him going to another team? I see a relationship that's been over for a while. And they've been staying together for the kids. <laughs> Seriously. Like, that's I mean, great, when, you, when, great you, when you look at, like, this whole really Who are the contentious... kids in this situation? The fans? Yeah, probably. Uh, you know, I see Aaron, I see Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you know he wants to win more than one Super Bowl in Green Bay. 
Brett got Brett got one, but Brett got three straight MVPs. I think Aaron Rodgers has something around there. If you're asking me who the better player is, Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers, who would I want? I'm taking Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's sure. one of those things. So, and we never thought that. I think a lot of people never thought that he would ever surpass the legend of Brett Favre. But yeah, there are some teams that could use him right now. Um, I think the Raiders would be. They're looking for a quarterback right now, right? And the Raiders <laughs> actually house his former receiver and number one option, you know, on that team and Devontae Adams. So I think the Raiders, and then he get to play in warm-ish weather, being in Las Vegas, you know, being in that uh, in that dome for, at, at Allegiant. So he wouldn't have a reason to really be out there in that cold like that in that NFC. Hey, man, I think that's a that's a team that could be potentially looking for, for a new trigger man, or we know they are at this point. So, yeah, we don't know what's going to happen with the Ravens yet. We don't know if they're going to offer Lamar the contract that he should get. Lamar Jackson should be getting paid. However, we don't know if the Ra- uh, excuse me, the Ravens are going to fork up the money to to Lamar at this point. So there's a few franchises that are looking for a quarterback. I mean, is um, what's the, what's the picket in a uh, Steelers? Yeah, I mean they might still they be might rolling be with him. they might be rolling with him. But if you're but if you uh, have Steelers, a chance, if you have a chance to get Aaron Rodgers, yeah. do you want to start you know Pickett or do you want to start Rodgers? I'm starting Aaron Rodgers out there with some of those weapons that you have in Pittsburgh, which isn't much, but still, if you're looking for just an opportunity to transition out, I, I, I think you're, I, I think it could work out for you. So yeah, I'm not. And then the NFC West, like you're not looking at a. Most of the teams have their quarterback. Yeah, I, I basically have a list here of what I think nine teams that make the most sense. You know, this isn't an order, but right. from, you know, their situation at quarterback over the last year going into this year, what makes most sense is Raiders, Jets. I don't think this would ha- would happen, but the Commanders, uh, the Colts, the Titans. I mean, let's be real. That Tannehill project is probably over by this point, and Malik Willis is not giving you any confidence there. Uh, Falcons. Are you telling me that the Falcons run a roll into next season with Desmond Ritter at quarterback? I wouldn't. Panthers, Saints, Steelers. Those are all teams that had subpar quarterbacks this year or a quarterback situation that would clearly benefit from having Aaron Rodgers. And, and I love your idea with the Raiders. I mean, when you said that, the first thing that came to my mind was that Devontae Adams factor. Yeah, and of all those teams, the Raiders are really the only one that I'm like, he could go there right now and – they could break records. You know, again, we know what he and Devontae Adams can do. Well, yeah, just you know, look, we, look at the offensive weapons, though. Absolutely. You know, and like Josh I said, Jacobs, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller. All over the place. You know, you know, guys that you can just keep spreading the ball out to, and that's when Aaron Rodgers is really at his best. That legitimately might be his best collection of skills players of his career. That's what I was just about to say. <laughs> like, when you think about it, since he had, you know, uh, Randall Cobb and, and, and some other guys on his team, like, yeah, it's been – a minute since he's been able to have a bunch of weapons. I think the Raiders were just in a situation with the not rookie head coach because, you know, McDaniels has been a head coach before. But, you know, he, I, I think I know McDaniels is a smart offensive mind. I've seen what he's been able to do as a as a Patriots uh, coach. So I, I'm going to assume that he's going to be better at the helm as the, as the head coach. But, yeah, I think there are a few teams that could use him right now. But if you're Aaron Rodgers, you have to decide what's most important to you. And – for me, if I'm him, I, I think the most important thing is going to a team that I with a with the division that's you know it's tough, but you can still win. I think the Raiders are good enough to win that uh, AFC 
West. I do. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, you have the Chargers and you have the Chiefs who are about to play for a trip to the Super Bowl. You have the Broncos, which are still trying to figure things out. But you throw Aaron Rodgers on that Raiders team, you tell me they're not the first or second best team in that in that division. Off top. Yeah. I mean, it, they would be battling with the Chiefs probably for yeah, the off top. division. And all of title, a sudden, yeah. we know what we've been saying about the Chargers. The Chargers drop down to the fourth best team in the division, and then the Broncos after that. And bringing up the divisional factor, I was like, man, do the Packers really want to trade him or send him to an NFC team? Probably not. And so I eliminated eliminated those, and that narrows it down to five AFC teams. Raiders, Jets, Colts, Titans, Steelers. Do you see him going to the Jets? For real? I don't. I, I don't see him struggling like he struggled in Green Bay to say, you know what? East Rutherford sounds like it might be my next stop. There's a lot of young guys on that team. There are. There are. And we know how Aaron Rodgers meshes with young guys. Jets, I'm sorry. You off the list. Yeah, you're out. That leaves Raiders, Colts, Titans, and Steelers. Man, and I just, that Steelers one is interesting. I I hate to admit it, but the the Rodgers-Tomlin thing, I mean. That would do, be great. Do you see them doing that, though? I mean, are they that invested into Kenny Pickett over there? Again, as you mentioned, it's like if you got the opportunity, man, are you really going to stay there and be like, yeah, we could get Aaron Rodgers, but no, nah, we're going to stick with Kenny Pickett. No, I don't think so. <laughs> and if you talk to a lot of Pittsburgh fans, I think they'll tell you the same thing. If you have an opportunity to take Aaron Rodgers on a one, two-year lease, you saw what Brady year one did in Tampa Bay with a great roster around him. Was able to get all the way to the Super Bowl and win. So what can a what can a talented Aaron Rodgers do with, you know, a, a talented defense, you know, on the other side, a talented head coach, a smart offensive coordinator? Like, what would he be able to do at this point in his career? I Like I said, I don't know if Pittsburgh would be it either, but I would go for Tomlin. But just overall, I, I, I think it would be a smart for him to go the Oakland route, especially now that we know that Tua is, being, is going to be retained by Miami and they're not interested in either one of the old guys. The Steelers one to me is interesting, but when I look at a skill position ready to win now team, again, I, I go back to the Raiders as far as skills position, but defensively, mm-hmm. that Steelers team can help. It's nice. It can help that offense a lot. Yeah. I say those are the two best spots, either Las Vegas or Pittsburgh. Yeah, and I'm going to go ahead and say. process of elimination. I'm going to go ahead and say Las Vegas. You know, Aaron Rodgers has been in a, a situation where not to say Pittsburgh isn't marketable because it is, and you've seen a lot of huge stars come out of Pittsburgh, but with Las Vegas or with the the Raiders being in Vegas now, that's a whole different revenue stream for somebody like Aaron Rodgers who loves the camera and loves that whole thing, which is something he's never had. He's never played in L.A. or he's never played in New York and had the opportunity to have all of these um, opportunities just right in front of him. The ones he had, State Farm and all the stuff, yeah, but, man, I think Aaron Rodgers being in a place like Las Vegas, that's lights, camera, action, bro. That's their, They're selling out every game off top. Also opens up a whole new world to different psychedelics. I, I can imagine that oh, Las yeah. Vegas, there's all sorts of things. Oh, there, yeah. There's a, there's it is in a, the desert. There's a, there's, there's a lot of... Uh, didn't, a, lot of, uh, a lot of activities. Didn't Tony Soprano uh, take a bunch of peyote in Vegas or something like that? I don't recall. I think that was uh, in the last season. Yeah, I he, can either confirm or deny. He goes to Vegas, 
with some chick and starts gambling and betting on sports, she has him take some peyote and he's tripping out in the desert out there. That's, yeah. That sounds right. That sounds like a perfect post-career life for Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely. Right there. That Absolutely. sounds right up his alley. Absolutely. Move to Vegas. Try and win a Super Bowl. If you do, great. If not, you know, I'm going to stay in you're Vegas. You're in Vegas, so I'm not sure how far you away from Joshua Tree, but, I mean, I'm sure he could get there. Oh, that's no problem. I mean, a PGA, that's 30 minutes. Yeah. So, you Easily. know, yeah, I'm sure Aaron Rodgers would have a great time in Las Vegas. Just yeah, saying. maybe too good of a time. Potentially. All right. That's hour one. Rashad, he's got hour two, and we're going to tell you why both teams in the NFC Championship game will win. How? How that will happen? Well, it won't, but we'll try and convince you why each of the teams will win. Next on Football Sunday, text in 503-250-1080 to interact with us in the show. We will get to that next. Hour number two coming up, Football Sunday on 1080 The Fan. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.